The live opinions, descriptions, and accounts expressed on the Best of Times Radio Hour are ones of the hosts and guests of the show and are not necessarily those of Clear Channel Radio or this station. Consult with your attorney, accountant, financial planner, physician, or other professionals for final advice in making your decision. The Best of Times, live from the KWKH studios in Shreveport, Louisiana. Celebrating age and maturity. Helping you make the best years of your life the best they can be. The Best of Times. Your host, Gary Kalikas. Good morning, everyone. I'm Gary Kalikas, the publisher of the Best of Times News, the only monthly senior news magazine for persons living in northwest Louisiana. I do thank you for listening to our radio show today. In just a few minutes, we're going to learn more about the two Shreveport mayoral candidates, Cedric Gobler and Jerry Jones, when they answer some interesting questions during today's forum. We are broadcasting our radio show live on AM 1130, KWKH, Clear Channel Radio Station in Shreveport, Louisiana, but today from a remote location at Summerfield Estates in South Shreveport in front of a great audience. Joining me today is Libby Owen, who is the manager of Summerfield Estates. Good morning, Libby. Good morning. Thank you. Thank you for hosting today's political forum, as well as a small senior health fair going on today. Well, thank you very much. Thank you for being here. Thank you. You know, Libby, we did this. We did a similar show on August the 19th, where we had uh, six of the 11 candidates for mayor appear at a, a program. And we received tremendous compliments from many of our thousands of radio listeners about that show and helping them make the decision on that September 30th runoff election. Both Jerry Jones and Cedric Glover did participate on the forum on August 19th, and we're very happy to have them on our show today. Then we asked the 11 candidates to submit uh, answers to three questions that appeared in our September issue of the Best of Times. Again, we received so many favorable comments from our readers and have told me personally that they found our question and answer period the most informative of them in making their decision on the September 30th election. We invite our radio listeners who are out in the architects who may be driving to come by and visit us. We're going to be here until 11.30 a.m. with a senior health fair going on. You might win some valuable door prizes, a lot of great information from health care exhibitors, and a few health care screenings are being offered today. Again, Libby, I thank you and your hardworking staff for making it so beautiful in this area, uh, accommodating us for the past few days and, our, and the candidates here, as well as the many guests that are coming by here. So we do thank you. Well, you're very welcome. We're glad to have you guys here. You know, Summerfield Estates has been here a few years, but there's, it's still a place that's not known by some people, especially yes. some of our listeners on, on the Best of Times Radio Hour. Tell, them a, tell us a little bit about it so our listeners can learn a little bit more about Summerfield. Okay. Summerfield Estates is, uh, has been here 18 years. It was built in 1988, and uh, we are a very unique place. We are, uh, us managers live here, us managers, we have co-managers. There's someone here on staff all the time for emergencies, and, uh, and best of all, we have the best residents in the whole wide world. You know, you have so many benefits. Sometimes when I think about independent living facilities, it reminds me of being at a, on a cruise but a cruise on a cruise ship on land. Does it, right. make, does, it, does it have that feeling here? Do you residents feel like that? Those of you who've been on cruises? Uh, lots of people say that. If you go up to our gracious dining room, you look at it, it's rounded off like a, like a cruise ship. And uh, people come here and say, this is like a cruise ship on land. And it is. We have the same kinds of foods, and uh, it's available all day long. Well, we compliment you and your staff, again, for hosting this wonderful event. And it's, it's going to be an educational benefit for both our audience here, as well as the many thousands of listeners in the Architects and listening to today's show. Well, thank you for being here. So stay tuned. We're going to be right back in just a couple of minutes to hear from our Shreveport mayoral candidates. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour, sponsored by the Willis Knight and Physician Network and Summerfield Estates here on AM 1130, KWK, Home of the Legends, and Home of the Best of Times Radio Hour. Stick around for more of the Best of Times in just a few minutes on the Home of the Legends, AM 1130, KWKH. In sickness and in health. That's a phrase you normally hear at weddings as couples express their love for one another but it could also apply to your relationship with your physician. 
The doctors at the Willis Knighton Physician Network take your health and illnesses seriously. They offer almost 200 physicians in 35 specialties, all committed to caring for the needs of patients like you right here in Northwest Louisiana. And because the Willis Knighton Physician Network is associated with the area's leading health system, you'll have access to the latest techniques and technologies when health problems occur. If you're looking for a doctor for you or your loved ones, look to the Willis Knighton Physician Network. Doctors to care for you at every age and stage of life. Doctors dedicated to you in sickness and in health. To find a doctor in the Willis Knighton Physician Network, call Health Match at 212-9562. Hello, everyone. I'm Gary Caligas, the radio show host of The Best of Times. Do you really enjoy the muck and hassle of cleaning your home gutters yourself one, two, or three times a year? Do you really like climbing that shaky ladder or hanging off the side of your home to clean those clogged gutters? Are you worried or nervous when a friend or a family member helps you clean your gutters on that shaky ladder? I got the answer to your worries and concerns. Gutter Helmet, the first, the best, the number one gutter protection system in the world. With Gutter Helmet, you will never need to clean your gutters again. Call today for a free estimate from the friendly staff at Gutter Helmet of North Louisiana at toll-free 800-284-9777. Call today to stop worrying about when and how you will clean those gutters. With Gutter Helmet, you will never need to clean your gutters again. Mention you heard about Gutter Helmet on the best of times to receive a 20% discount. Offer expires October 31st. 1-800-284-9777. Live Oak Retirement Community, a multi-faith community, has provided seniors with independent apartment living and a licensed health center. Live Oak Retirement Community has a variety of activities and services including book reviews, music programs, religious services, educational programs, exciting day trips, a paved walking trail, and group transportation. Call 797-1900 for your tour of Live Oak Retirement Community. 797-1900. Live Oak Retirement Community, senior apartment living and health center. The Best of Times Radio Hour will be discussing a back-in-swing interactive golf clinic to be held on October 27th. If you're interested, join us at 9 a.m. on AM 1130 KWKH. More of the Best of Times on the Home of the Legends, AM 1130 KWKH with Gary Kaligas. Welcome back to the Best of Times Radio Hour, sponsored by the Wilson Knight Physician Network in Summerfield Estate. I'm Gary Kaligas, and thank you for listening to our radio show today. Today we are broadcasting our radio show live from Summerfield Estate, located at 9133 Baird Road in Shreveport, in front of a great audience. We invite our radio listeners who are in driving in the area to join us part of our radio show and also participate in the senior health fair going on now until 1130 here at Summerfield Estates, located at 9133 Barrett Road in Shreveport. Uh, we are honored to have the two candidates running for mayor of Shreveport on our radio show today. Both are fine gentlemen who can definitely lead Shreveport to continued greatness and prosperity. Both Cedric B. Glover and Jerry Jones have joined us today. They have agreed to have two segments on the show today as a forum and not as a debate. One segment, the first segment will be with Mr. Glover, and the second segment will be with Mr. Jones. I will be asking them questions that I've received from various readers of the Best of Times as well as the Best of Times Radio Hour. So we're going to get started right now. Mr. Glover, glad to have you part of the show today. Honored to be here, Gary. According to a recent study from the National Association of Area Agencies, less than 50% of American cities have plans in place to meet the needs of the exploding population of aging baby boomers, those people born between the age of 1946 and 1964. What will you as mayor do to prepare Shreveport for the current and increasing number of baby boomers in our area. And for your information, currently Shreveport, Louisiana, has around 12% of its population who are 65 and older, and in 10 years it's predicted to double to 24%. Well, first of all, I'll start off, uh, Gary, by making Shreveport safer. Now, one of the things I know that 
seniors here uh, at Summerfield and seniors all around uh, this great city of ours are concerned about is being able uh, to go out uh, into the streets of our great city uh, and know that there's a sense of safety and security. Uh, we want uh, our seniors to be able to live out their golden years uh, with the certainty uh, that they can be free from the threat uh, of crime uh, and harm, uh, whether it be physical uh, or identity theft or other sorts of efforts to, uh, uh, to impinge upon uh, their safety. So as mayor, uh, I will lead an effort uh, that will seek to make Shreveport uh, a safer community, a more secure community, so that people will feel more comfortable in being here and feel more inclined to come here. Uh, next, we will look to continue to improve the quality of our health care system so that we can provide our seniors with the type of high-quality health care that they need to have access to. We will work with them to ensure that they have access to uh, the types of prescription drug programs that allow them to be able to afford uh, the types of uh, prescriptions and medications that they need in order to be able to improve and maintain their health. And then lastly, we will work to ensure that they have a high quality of life, that there's a full range of varied activities for them to be able to participate in, both in places like Summerfield Estates and out in the community as a whole. We'll make our community more accessible by ensuring that we have the types of wheelchair ramps, handicap access, and other types of efforts that ensure that our seniors can enjoy Shreveport as their home uh, throughout the entirety of their lives. Well, very good. Just a good answer. Over the past few weeks, and, and since our May 19th mayoral forum on the best of times, I've heard from many of our readers and listeners again and again, and you brought it up. The number one concern of both seniors and others deals with personal safety and crime prevention. But several of the readers and the listeners of the Best of Time wanted to know, what will you do specifically when you are Mayor of Shreveport to reduce crime and make our neighborhoods and public areas safer? Well, Gary, uh, since the very beginning of this campaign, I've been very specific about the things that I will do uh, as Mayor of the City of Shreveport uh, to make the city safer. Number one, we will start by bringing back an initiative uh, that I helped to start while a member of the City Council called Directed Patrol. It was an effort that was started uh, by uh, now Sheriff and at that time Chief Steve Prater uh, that had a group of police officers, an entire division within the police department that specifically targeted our high crime areas and areas where we saw crime trending, where we would see incidents of burglaries or robberies or purse snatchings and we would direct police resources into those areas both in terms of our uniform division as well as our detectives and undercover personnel who came into those areas to help build better cases against the perpetrators. So we will bring back the directed patrol. Unfortunately, directed patrol was disbanded in 1999 uh, because there were some incidents that had occurred that did not necessarily, in my opinion, have to do with the effectiveness of directed patrol, but with the fact that we had some young police officers in that division who were not as mature as some of the more seasoned police officers who had been there previously. So as mayor, we will bring back directed patrol, use it for the effective mechanism that it is. Next, we will also increase the numbers of police officers that we have living inside the city of Shreveport. Many of you have seen police officers in your neighborhoods who have their patrol units there in their driveways and in front of their houses. Those by themselves help to serve as a deterrent uh, to crime coming to those neighborhoods. They also serve as resources for neighbors to be able to access in the event that there's an emergency. Well, we're going to encourage, not require, but we're going to encourage by use of incentives more of our police officers to move into our neighborhoods throughout Shreveport. And for that, we will provide them a tax abatement as well as a take-home police car. Next, we will bring back a division, or we will increase a division within the Shreveport Police Department called Community Oriented Policing. Yet again, another initiative that I helped to initiate uh, as a member of the City Council, along with uh, our then Chief Steve Prater, where we have police officers who are designated specifically to connect with and communicate with our citizens out in the neighborhoods. Because when our citizens and our law enforcement don't work together, 
The only people who actually win are the criminals. When I left City Hall in 1996, there were 17 police officers dedicated to the community-oriented policing division. They were known as community liaison officers. Unfortunately, today, there are only four of those police officers. As mayor, we will return that division back to its full vigor. Thank you, Cedric. The third question is a very interesting, so listen up to this one. You probably never had this question asked of you, both of you, in your entire campaign. And you should ask Jerry first. So <laughs> <laughs> listen up. In the late evening on November the 7th, you were awakened, Cedric, by Gary the Genie. Did you catch that? Who grants your... It congratulates you on your election as mayor of Shreveport. But I'm but Gary the Genie grants you three wishes that will come true only on the first day of office. So what will you do as Cedric to use these three wishes on your first day of office as the mayor of Shreveport? So let me get this right. I'm 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 now the mayor of Shreveport. So it's actually November eighth. I'm awakening the day after the election. Whenever you take office that you're going to be granted three wishes from Gary the Genie, and I'm going to let you say, take those wishes and implement them. Well, number one, I would hope that uh, I'd be able to use one of those wishes to be able to uh, fully and effectively address uh, our crime problem here in Shreveport, uh, to make Shreveport uh, the safe, secure community that we all want it to be, uh, one where our seniors, our children, our working adults uh, can traverse back and forth uh, up and down our streets and across uh, all points in this city uh, and do so in a manner uh, fully free from uh, any threat uh, to them, their property, uh, or anything else uh, to make Shreveport uh, the kind of place where people can come out and sit on their front porch uh, and visit with their neighbors and not worry uh, about the potential uh, for any harm. Uh, where neighbors step outside and join hands with their neighbors and uh, seek to build a sense of community uh, like I knew as a young child growing up in this city uh, where we uh, shared and played and, and everyone enjoyed a quality of life uh, that I thought was just simply ideal. Uh, the next wish uh, I would use uh, to uh, give Shreveport uh, the most uh, robust and vigorous uh, and diversified economy uh, that any city could have ever dreamed for, uh, that we would have the types of industries and jobs and uh, institutions of higher education that make us the kind of city uh, that children never want to leave and that people who are around uh, not just the country but the entire globe who are chomping at the bit uh, for the opportunity uh, to get to Shreveport. Uh, and then lastly, I would use that third wish uh, to give us a quality of life you know, so that when we are first, free from crime, and two, we have an economy that allows us to pursue uh, our full economic potential, uh, that when we're not working, uh, that we have a full uh, and varied range of things to be able to do, uh, places to visit, art museums, festivals, activities, all across this great city that will allow us to be able to, again, be that kind of city uh, that people uh, want to stay in and others want to come to. Well, that was pretty good. For the surprising first question ever asked you by Gary the Genie, right? The last question I have of you, it's a, another requested question that has been posed probably to both of you several times, but I have had this asked of me. Many seniors and others want to hear from you, Cedric, specifically, why should they cast their vote for you as mayor's report on November the 7th? Well, um, I think that the citizens of this city are great uh, and are blessed, rather, to have two uh, great candidates uh, in this runoff for mayor. Uh, and I have known my good friend, uh, Jerry Jones, for some 16-plus years, and uh, am glad to call him my friend uh, and glad that he's in this mayor's race. Um, however, I think that uh, the difference between uh, the two of us is that I actually am the candidate who actually has the type of hands-on experience of leading uh, this city, uh, working as a member of the city council, working as a member of the Louisiana legislature. I have specifically worked with achieving 
successes that have helped to position Shreveport uh, for the greatness that we have before us right now. I've worked as a member of the city council across racial boundaries, across geographic boundaries, uh, to bring people together, to get us uh, on a consensus to, to act in the interest of Shreveport and not in our own individual interest. I've been to Baton Rouge as a member of the Louisiana legislature, uh, where I have worked uh, with uh, colleagues from all across this state of ours, from New Orleans to Bastrop to Monroe to Lafayette, uh, and have helped them to understand and develop an appreciation for the needs uh, of the Shreveport, Bossier, Northwest Louisiana uh, area. And they have in turn uh, agreed and supported efforts to improve uh, this city of ours. And so to be mayor of a city like Shreveport, in my estimation, uh, requires someone who has the actual experience of working with other elected officials, business leaders, and others throughout this entire state and this entire region to be able to bring it all together uh, to get us focused in a positive direction that allows us to continue to elevate and grow Shreveport. And so there's a, a major distinction between the two of us is that I've actually been there. I've actually done it, and we can do it here uh, as Mayor of Shreveport. Thank you, Cedric. And I Thank you, Gary. extend you best wishes in your campaign and in your election. Thank you so much. It's been an honor to be here. I appreciate it. Thank you, but I apologize for having to leave. We'll be right back after a short break. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour, sponsored by the Willis Knight Physician Network and Summerfield Estates, here on AM 1130, KWKH, home of the legends and home of the Best of Times Radio Hour. We've got more of the best of times for you coming on the Home of the Legends, AM 1130, KWKH. In sickness and in health. That's a phrase you normally hear at weddings as couples express their love for one another. But it could also apply to your relationship with your physician. The doctors at the Willis Knighton Physician Network take your health and illnesses seriously. They offer almost 200 physicians in 35 specialties, all committed to caring for the needs of patients like you right here in Northwest Louisiana. And because the Willis Knighton Physician Network is associated with the area's leading health system, you'll have access to the latest techniques and technologies when health problems occur. If you're looking for a doctor for you or your loved ones, look to the Willis Knighton Physician Network. Doctors to care for you at every age and stage of life. Doctors dedicated to you in sickness and in health. To find a doctor in the Willis Knighton Physician Network, call Health Match at 212-9562. Hello, everyone. I'm Gary Kaligas, the radio show host of The Best of Times. Do you really enjoy the muck and hassle of cleaning your home gutters yourself one, two, or three times a year? Do you really like climbing that shaky ladder or hanging off the side of your home to clean those clogged gutters? Are you worried or nervous when a friend or a family member helps you clean your gutters on that shaky ladder? I got the answer to your worries and concerns. Gutter Helmet, the first, the best, the number one gutter protection system in the world. With Gutter Helmet, you will never need to clean your gutters again. Call today for a free estimate from the friendly staff at Gutter Helmet of North Louisiana at toll-free 800-284-9777. Call today to stop worrying about when and how you will clean those gutters. With Gutter Helmet, you will never need to clean your gutters again. Mention you heard about Gutter Helmet on the best of times to receive a 20% discount. Offer expires October 31st. 1-800-284-9777. The Metro Book works for advertisers in Shreveport. Here's attorney Jacqueline Scott. Since I've been advertising in the Metro Book, my business has increased tremendously. 99% of my clients are using the Metro Book. And here's Wally Nawas of Bozier Eye Institute. From the business that we get from Metro Book, it is more than paid for itself. Get your ad in there because it seems to be more of a business standard nowadays. Thanks, folks. It's in the Metro Book. The Metro Book is everywhere. When you want the latest score for your favorite team, you want it right away. The latest scores are at your fingertips on kwkhonline.com. We've got it all for you from the home of the legends, KWKH. More of the best of times on the home of the legends, AM 1130 KWKH with Gary Kaligas. Welcome back to the Best of Times Radio Hour, sponsored by the Willis Knight Physician Network and Summerfield Estates. I'm Gary Kaligas. Thank you for listening to our show today. 
We are broadcasting our radio show live from Summerfield Estates, located at 9133 Baird Road in South Shreveport, in front of a great audience. We invite our radio listeners who are driving by to come by and visit us. We're having a senior health fair going on now until 1130. Lots of free health care information, screenings, many door prizes, and you'll be able to meet the Shreveport mayoral candidates to ask them questions after our radio show. So the first segment, we had Mr. Cedric Glover answer four questions that have been posed by several of my readers of the Best of Times and listeners of the Best of Times Radio Hour. We're going to continue with our next candidate for mayor of Shreveport, Mr. Jerry Jones. Thank you, Jerry, for participating today. Jerry, it's great to be here. Thank you so much. According to a recent study of the National Association of Area Agencies, less than 50% of the American cities have plans in place to meet the needs of the exploding population of aging baby boomers, born between the ages, uh, years of 1946 and 1964. What will you as mayor of Shreveport do to prepare Shreveport for the current and increasing number of baby boomers in the area? Specifically, as I mentioned earlier, currently, People aged of 65 and older, 12% of the population, in less than 10 years, expected to double to 24%. Well, I won't be there in 10 years, but it won't be, it'll be shortly thereafter I'll be there. So it's something that we are very concerned about. You know, and I think Gary and Shreveport, it's even going to be a bigger problem because one thing that we have here in Shreveport that is a tremendous draw to seniors is in the military community, we have Barksdale, the PX. We have the VA hospital here. We have facilities that are here that attract folk who need their services. So I believe Shreveport's going to have an issue that's something we must deal with. But number one, I believe that Shreveport is a place where people want to live. You know, I, it, it's so interesting. When I started this campaign, I sat down with a, a, a group of folk, and I wanted to kind of get their feel about what they thought. And as I looked around the room, these were people mostly who were 65 or older. And as I looked at them, every one of them happened to be people who could live pretty much anywhere they wanted to, but they were still living right here in Shreveport. So I, as I sat through the meeting, I asked, I said, what is it? What is it about Shreveport that makes you want to stay here? And they said, it's home. And it's home. And, and what we've got to understand is that we must make Shreveport a place that feels like home. And what that means... When I go home, what do I want? I want a place where I'm safe, where I'm secure, a place where I feel comfortable, where I don't have to worry if I go out in my front yard or my backyard about what might happen to me. And I think that's one of the things we've got to do here in, in the city. You know, Shreveport, we've had over the course of the last few years a, a, a lot of talk about public safety and crime, and it is a huge issue. We've got to deal with it. But you know, it's not just a matter of statistics. I've been hearing statistics all through this campaign that tell me that Shreveport is at a 25-year low in crime. Uh, as I look at the statistics, however, what I see is that property crimes are down, but things like murder and rape and aggravated assault, those are up. Well, I want to know that we are all safe. You know, a kid living in Stoner Hill needs to feel as safe as a kid in, in Southern Hills. And we've got to come together as a city and start recognizing that crime must be made to be inconvenient and unprofitable. What do I mean by that? There are certain crimes we can't stop ahead of time. Two guys are playing cards and one gets mad and the other one hits the other, one hits the other head with a, with a lead pipe. We're not going to be able to necessarily stop that until people's hearts change. But people who are making money off of crime, prostitutes, drug dealers, burglaries, robberies, those kind of things, the reason they do them is because they're either convenient or profitable or both. And what the city must do is make crime both inconvenient and unprofitable. How do you do that? I was at a, a neighborhood association not too long ago in Lakeside, and there was this little lady asked the police officer, she said, Sir, I have a question. I don't understand something. She said, I have prostitutes and drug dealers on my block. I know who they are, I know where they live, I call you every week, I tell you where they are, and you've never done anything about it. Why is that? And his response was this, I couldn't believe it. He said, well, you know, when you arrest them, they bond out, 
and they're back on the street. It's, it just gets to be a bother. It's too much trouble wrestling when they're just going to bond out. So we just don't do it. And I, I couldn't believe my ears. What we've got to do is if we arrest a drug dealer or a prostitute or a burglar or a robber, we arrest them, and if they bond out, you know what? We arrest them again. And if they bond out, we arrest them again. And, if they, and, by, and sooner or later, these people are going to understand that if I'm doing crime in Shreveport, they're going to catch me. And if they catch me, it's going to be either inconvenient or unprofitable. So they have two choices. They can quit doing their stuff, or they can move someplace else and do it there. Because we can't, we can't put everyone in jail, but we can harass them and hassle them until they decide they either want to quit or go someplace else and do it. And that's what I, as a mayor of Shreveport, is responsible for, making this a safe city. Second thing, what does home feel like? Number one, it's safe and secure. Number two, it has people there that love me. You know, Shreveport has got to become a place or continue to be a place, I really should say, where people care about each other. You know, it's so easy for us to kind of get caught in our little routines, and we go to work, and we go to church, and we only inter interact with those folks that are closest to us. But I believe that Shreveport can be a place, and, and continue to be a place, where we care for each other. How do we do that? I think it's through the faith-based faith community. When our churches... When our churches can learn to work together, it's one thing for us to go to church on a Sunday, we worship, and, and, we, and we do the things that we do in church. But it seems like so many times that people in other churches, we never know them. We never interact with them. We never understand that the thing that draws us together the most, our faith, the thing, are things we never share. We've got to learn through the faith-based community for the churches and the synagogues for us to start working together to build this city. And I, what I have seen is in some pro, uh, projects like Community Renewal, when I see people from different churches rolling up their sleeves working together, we create a new network that is actually stronger. We create a synergy of people who actually love and care about other people working together to make the city what it can be. For too long, we've relied on government to make the city work. Y'all, government cannot make people be what we want them to be. We, our hearts have to change. And the way we change our hearts is through the faith-based community. When we, can, when we can start bringing our churches and bringing our, our, our volunteer organizations where we're all working together to make the city the place we want it to be, then it starts feeling like home again. And last, we want, it to be, we want home to be safe. We want people to love us. And number three, we want to be able to relax and have fun. You know, I, when I come home after work, I want to know, and it doesn't always work, but I want to know that I can kind of kick back and relax and do what I want to do there. Because I don't have a client, I don't have a boss, I don't have an employee, you know, tagging on my shirt sleeve. Now, I've got two teenagers, so I, I don't get to live in that nirvana at home like just yet. Because my teenagers pretty much keep me hopping. But I really believe that as a city... We got to, we've got to be a city where people want to come because there's things to do. You know, I'm 48 years old, and that's a lot younger than it used to be. I, it's, I, I remember when I was a kid, 48 seemed real, real old. I have a mama who's 84 years old. And when I was 17 years old, my mama said, Jerry Jones, I'm going to live to be 125 just to spite you. Because I was... <laughs> You know, but she just may do it because, I mean, she's 84 and going strong. Uh, but but the, one of the things that we've got to be able to do for our seniors and for our folks who are living longer and live, living more healthy lives, we've got to have things for them to do where they feel comfortable, things that are important to them. And what I would love to see happen, I would love to pull together a group of people, people like are sitting here today, People who are interested in the future of Shreveport. And I would like to, for them to come tell me, Jerry, this is what we need. This is what we want. You know, so many times we direct our parks and recreation programs to the young children, which we should. But wouldn't it be cool if we could direct those same questions to our seniors? What do you want? What are the things that are, that are important to you? Because, I, I, you know, 
Mama will sit, she'll watch TV, she'll she read books and does crossword puzzles. That that's and I said, Mama, what is it you would really like to do if you had if you had your genie question? And what what is it you would like to do? And I would like to ask those kind of questions of folks who are out here living the life. And let me be real selfish. When I get to be 65 and I'm still living in Shreveport, I want to have a home in Shreveport that's safe, a home in Shreveport where people love me, and a home in Shreveport where I have things to do. So I'll be absolutely committed to making it happen. Thank you. As a follow-up, you want to make it the best of times, right? <laughs> that's great. <laughs> absolutely, Gary. <laughs> The second question, which you covered a little bit already, but I'll ask you again, is many of the readers and listeners of the best of time have the number one concern about public safety and crime prevention, but they want to know specifically what will you do as mayor of Shreveport to reduce crime in our neighborhoods and make our public areas safer? Well, you know, um, crime is, is one, of those, one of those things that... Uh, the Lord said we will always have wars and rumors of war, and I don't think we're going to have uh, no crime and no criminals until you know people's hearts absolutely change, and that doesn't come, unfortunately, and probably until eternity is here. But, you know, I really believe that the way you deal with crime, you've got to begin at the, at the very bottom. And what I mean by that, I've just got through reading a book by uh, former mayor Rudy Giuliani. When he went to New York and he became mayor there, New York was beset with crime. It had one of the highest murder rates. It had, it was, it was an awful place to live. And what Mayor Giuliani did, he said, you know, the first thing we're going to do, we're going to get rid of the graffiti. You know, and people kind of laughed at him. He said, they said, you know, wait a minute, we've got people getting killed in the streets, and you're going to worry about graffiti? Well, what happened is, he understood a very basic concept. The graffiti was not the problem, it was a symptom of a problem. The graffiti was a symptom that there was a group of people there that didn't care about their home. They didn't care about the city. And what he did, he said, we're going to go out and we're going to clean the city up. The first thing we've got to do in Shreveport to address crime is we've got to make this a clean city. And Jerry, what does that have to do with anything? You know. We have a code enforcement department in the city of Shreveport. What code enforcement's job is, is to make sure that our, our lots are mowed, our run-down houses are torn down, that we have a, a place where our, sta our property standards are kept up. Well, it's not doing its job. If you, go, if you go around the city, you'll see lots overgrown. You'll see houses that need to be demolished not being demolished. We've got to have a code enforcement department that actually goes out there and makes sure the city's clean. You know, every house that becomes abandoned, it becomes a potential crack house. Well, let's make sure we remove the crack houses. Let's make sure we remove the abandoned houses. Let's make sure we don't lose our neighborhoods by allowing our neighborhoods to get run down. And, and this is the way I look at it. If, I, if, if Gary and I live next door to one another, and Gary has a really nice home, but I let mine get run down, here's the problem. I have affected Gary's property, property values. I have essentially taken his property values from him. We must understand that when people deliberately refuse to keep their property, they are taking away from the community, and we need to treat it as such. So the first thing we've got to do is clean the city up. Number two, and, and uh, Cedric spoke about it earlier, directed patrols. When we, went, when we had directed patrols back in the, in the 90s when I was city attorney, what, what happened was this. You know, I, I mentioned earlier about the prostitute and the drug dealer. Well, when the little lady calls and says, I've got drug dealers and prostitutes on my street, that goes into, into a computer system. Uh, under a directed patrol system, every day we're keeping track of crime, where it's happening. And every single day, patrols are directed based on yesterday's crimes. So if on Thursday the, dr the drug dealer and the prostitute are on this street, on Friday the police are out there making sure that person is getting arrested. So what happens when ultimately that drug dealer or that prostitute decides, well, I don't need to be on this street, I'm going to move to another street. Well, sure enough, they show up again, and now we direct patrols to that street. Directed patrols takes police to where the crime is taking place. We arrest the criminals and keep arresting the criminals. Directed patrol is essential. There's a second program that we need to reinstitute. One is it's called the street interdiction teams. 
Basically what that is, is we have actually intelligence on the street, undercover policemen and detectives who are actually determining what is going on in, the, in that dark life we call the criminal element. They are out and they're, they're finding out who, who the people are that are disrupting our lives, and they find out where they are. And what they do is they give the intelligence to the police so that the police, working in concert with the sheriff's department, the, the DEA, the, the uh, uh, alcohol, uh, tobacco and firearms group, the FBI, we can go out into those areas and we can arrest those people. 4.30 on a Saturday morning when they're not expecting it, we go in, we arrest them and take them down. We did that back in the 90s, and it was, a, it was an incredible effort. And we arrested 12 of the meanest leading criminals in Shreveport. They were called the bottom boys. And today, every one of them is in federal prison where they ought to be. We need to have more of that, a, 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 where we have people out there finding out who these people are, where they are, and getting out and arresting them. Arrest them. So number, number three things. Number one, getting the city cleaned up. Number two, going back to directed patrols. And number three, going back to very aggressive street interdiction teams. That's how we're going to handle crime. But the third question I have of you is the Gary the Genie question. So on election night, you're awakened by Gary the Genie who give, congratulates you, being mayor's report, grants you three wishes that will come through on your first day of office. So what will, what will be those three wishes? You know, uh, I'm, I'm, for those of you who don't know, I'm the son of a Baptist preacher, and so I've kind of been raised in the church. And there was one other guy that was given that opportunity. It was Solomon. And the first thing he asked for was wisdom. And, you know, when you become mayor, I, I'm not the smartest guy in the city. I'm not the most talented person in the city. But all of a sudden, when you become mayor, I, I have a feeling that next morning it's going to dawn on me that I'm going to have about over 200,000 people looking to me to help them. I need wisdom. And the first thing I will ask for is that wisdom. Because I'm going to have to be solving issues that, that are unsolvable. I'm going to have to be choosing between, not between good and bad always, but sometimes between better and best. And those are the hard decisions, having to pick where, where two choices, neither one are bad choices, but yet you can't have it both ways. You've got to pick between better and best. I need supernatural godly wisdom to do that. So the first thing I want is wisdom from on high because it's going to be an incredible job and until I have that, I won't be able to do what you expect me to do. The second thing, being more pragmatic. I want to have a city where we have two races. We are 50% white and 50% black. I want to have a city where both races can look at the other and say, you know, it's time we figure out how to work together to build this city. Because today it seems like we have, we have one side of the city wanting to go one direction, we have another side of the city wanting to go another direction, and it's kind of like we're, we're paddling in two separate directions and making no progress. My wish would be that we can wake up and say, you know, we're going to have both sides of the city come together, work together to make this the place that it can be. And when we can do that, when we can do that, let me tell you, folks, when, it, it, it's kind of silly. It's kind of silly. I look at it this way. If you've got, if you've got a, 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 a bunch of people pulling a wagon with people in it, the more people riding in the wagon you have, the harder it is to pull. What we've got to do is we've got to get folks out of the wagon helping to pull it so we can go faster. And if we can get all of us understanding that the more of us that are pulling the wagon, working together to make this city grow, the better we will grow. So I want number one wisdom. I want number two. I want the races learning how to work together. And number three, I want to have a Sam Walton come in Shreveport. Not the Sam Walton, a Sam Walton. I want somebody to come out of Shreveport, somebody reared here, somebody educated here, to find something, to invent a computer, invent a concept, invent a process, so that people can look at Shreveport and go, you know, that must be some kind of place, because look at the kind of folks it's producing. That's what I want. I've got two children growing up here. I pray that my son or my daughter might be that person. But if they're not, I want there to be someone that can get national recognition so folks can understand what you and I understand. 
that this is a great place to live and the country needs to be paying attention to what's going on in Shreveport, Louisiana. And the last question, why should, Jerry, why should seniors and others cast their vote for you as mayor of Shreveport on November the 7th? You know, Gary, that's, that, that probably should be the easiest question. It's probably the hardest because it's real difficult to say, you know, pick me. I, I, I'm, that's kind of the nature of the, of the game that I place myself in, however. You know, I've said in my commercials, I've said it on a lot of my literature, the, the catchphrase is this, I have the experience to know the job, I have the ability to do the job, and I have the integrity to do the job right. And as, and as trite as it may sound, that's really what it comes down to, experience. I was city attorney for eight years, I've been a practicing lawyer for 23 years, I didn't, didn't grow up in Shreveport, I moved here, I made it my home because I wanted to make it my home. I married a Shreveport girl. My children have been born here. They're in high school here. I want them to come back here. But as city attorney, when I became city attorney under two mayors, I learned how city hall works. I know the department heads. I know the middle management folks. I've actually had to do a budget. I've had to live under a budget. I understand how city hall works. I have the experience to know what a mayor's... I watched two mayors sit in the chair. I watched what they had to deal with every day, the kind of decisions they had to be faced with. I know what it takes. Ability. You know, I, I've never been part of an organization I didn't end up being president of. Now, I, again, that, I don't want that to sound arrogant, but it's just a matter of it, it always seems to happen. I, when I get on a board, I end up somehow leading the board, not because there aren't other people who are capable, it's just because that's what I do best. I'm not a details person. I hate details. I like other people's dealing, dealing with details. But when it comes to, to creating a vision and leading people to obtain that vision, that's the, that's the gift God has given me. So I have the ability. And finally, the integrity. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a preacher's kid. But as you all know, not all preacher's kids are good kids. You know, I always had to, I had to fade the heat when I was a kid. Oh, yeah, he's the preacher's kid. He's, they're always the bad ones. Well, I'd like to believe I was the exception to the rule. But more than that, you know, City Hall, right or wrong, in Louisiana government definitely has a reputation for being a place that is corrupt. You know, we can be the exception to that. I believe I have the reputation in the community for being a person who, when he says something, he means it, and when he tells you he's not going to do something, he's not going to do it. My promise to you is this. I will never, ever, during this campaign, make a promise to anyone except this, that when I leave City Hall, it will be a better place than the day I found it. There will be no promises to anyone, no promises of financial gain. I am not going to be bought or sold by anyone. I am your mayor, and that's all I'm going to be. And I want your vote. Thank you, Jerry, for being part of the show today. Thank you. Best wishes on you and your campaign. Gary, it's great to be here. Thank you so much. We'll be right back after a short break. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio while sponsored by the willis Knight Physician Network in Summerfield Estates here on AM 1130, KWKH, Home of the Legends, and Home of the Best of Times Radio Hour. It's more of the Best of Times to come on the Home of the Legends, AM 1130, KWKH. The MetroBook works for advertisers in Shreveport. Here's Attorney Jacqueline Scott. Since I've been advertising in the Metro Book, my business has increased tremendously. 99% of my clients are using the Metro Book. And here's Wally Nawas of Bossier Eye Institute. From the business that we get from Metro Book, it is more than paid for itself. Get your ad in there because it seems to be more of a business standard nowadays. Thanks, folks. It's in the Metro Book. The Metro Book is everywhere. Live Oak Retirement Community, a multi-faith community, has provided seniors with independent apartment living and a licensed health center. Live Oak Retirement Community has a variety of activities and services including book reviews, music programs, religious services, educational programs, exciting day trips, a paved walking trail, and group transportation. Call 797-1900 for your tour of Live Oak Retirement Community. 797-1900. Live Oak Retirement Community, Senior Apartment Living and Health Center. Hello. 
Hello, everyone. I'm Gary Kaligas, the radio show host of The Best of Times. Do you really enjoy the muck and hassle of cleaning your home gutters yourself one, two, or three times a year? Do you really like climbing that shaky ladder or hanging off the side of your home to clean those clogged gutters? Are you worried or nervous when a friend or a family member helps you clean your gutters on that shaky ladder? I got the answer to your worries and concerns. Gutter Helmet, the first, the best, the number one gutter protection system in the world. With Gutter Helmet, you will never need to clean your gutters again. Call today for a free estimate from the friendly staff at Gutter Helmet of North Louisiana at toll-free 800-284-9777. Call today to stop worrying about when and how you will clean those gutters. With Gutter Helmet, you will never need to clean your gutters again. Mention you heard about Gutter Helmet on the best of times to receive a 20% discount. Offer expires. October 31st, 1-800-284-9777. The Best of Times Radio Hour will be discussing a back-in-swing interactive golf clinic to be held on October 27th. If you're interested, join us at 9 a.m. on AM 1130 KWKH. More of the Best of Times on the Home of the Legends, AM 1130 KWKH with Gary Kaligas. Back to the Best of Times Radio Hour, sponsored by Willis Knight Physician Network and Summerfield Estates. I'm Gary Kaligas. Thank you for listening to our show today. We are broadcasting our show live from Summerfield Estates here in South Shreveport in front of a great audience. As we close the radio show today, I want to thank Summerfield Estates, the wonderful staff, and Miss Libby and her staff for doing a great senior fair today, as well as the remote live show with our candidates. Well, thank you, Gary. Thank you so much for coming and uh, being a part of our health fair. And thank you, my residents, my audience out there. Y'all are really, really good. We love our residents. We love them so much. When they come here, they're our moms and dads, and just love them. Well, again, thank you, Libby, for you and your staff for a wonderful event that we've had here today. It's been wonderful. We've learned a lot of new, I think, some new information from our candidates. We do want to thank both Jerry Jones and Cedric Glover for joining us today to answer some questions. Uh, raised both of them, and I know I learned some things. Uh, hopefully all the audience learned a little bit more about their two campaign position and views and leading our city to bigger and better things for the next four years. I want to thank our KWKH. Uh, technician Barney Cannon and our studio producer Angela Thomas who's at the Studio Clear Channel doing all the technical stuff today but they've done a great job appreciate that want to thank all the businesses organizations and agencies who have joined us at the senior fair they're going to be around until 1130 so be sure to go visit them we're going to have a lot of door prizes to give away so stay tuned after the show we're going to be giving away these these door prizes want to thank you Wonderful audience. We're being very attentive today. It's been wonderful and appreciate you and yours. May God bless you and your family. God bless America. God bless our wonderful city of Shreveport. Have a fantastic day and a great weekend. I'm Gary Kaligas wishing you and yours the best of times both today and every day. Have a great day. You've been listening to the best of times on the Home of the Legends, AM 1130 KWKH. Join us again next Saturday at 9 for the best of times. This is KWKH Report, a clear channel station.